Hello, and welcome to the third episode of the Blossoms of Courage podcast, a podcast designed to inspire the women of today with the women of yesterday. I'm your host, Maddie May. Today, I'm going to tell you about another blossom of courage from the early days of America. This blossom was not a feisty spy or writer, and she didn't help the Patriots win the war by going to the field or having other exciting adventures. Instead, Dorcas Richardson deserves more mention in history because of her support to her husband, Colonel Richard Richardson. Dorcas Nelson was born in 1741 in Clarendon County, South Carolina. Her father was Captain John Nelson, who was originally from Ireland. In 1761, at the age of 20, Dorcas married Richard Richardson. The couple lived in his plantation home 20 miles up the river near the junction of Congaree and Watery, to the east of where Dorcas grew up. The Richardson family enjoyed relative peace on their southern plantation. Farming, tending to the livestock, and starting a family took their time. In 1775, the American War for Independence started. Richard left his family and home to fight for his country alongside his father and brother. Richard was a captain under his father, General Richardson. Both father and son took active roles in the snow campaign. Because of his actions during the campaign, Richard was moved to be a captain under Colonel Thomas Sumter. For the next six long years of fighting, Richard was rarely able to spend any time with his family. When Charleston surrendered, Richard, along with his father and brother, were taken prisoner and sent to the military station on John's Island. While there, he nearly died of smallpox. After recovering enough to move around, Richard made his escape to the area surrounding his home, hiding in the Santee Swamp, which had become a safe haven for many American soldiers. Meanwhile, the area around the Richardson home had been made into the station where the cavalry of Colonel Bannister Tarleton resided. Tarleton was known for his brutal killing of 113 American soldiers after their surrender at the Battle of the Waxhaws. While the British soldiers took advantage of the richly stocked farm, Dorcas and the children were only given enough to survive. After Dorcas learned of her husband's escape and where he was hiding, she took her own small ration and sent it by a trusted servant so that Richard would have something to eat. Dorcas also sent his favorite riding horse and a few cattle to the swamp for future needs. When she could escape the eyes of Tarleton and his men, Dorcas and sometimes her young daughter would sit would visit Richard in the area of the swamp called John's Island. It is said that you can see their initials carved in the trees there to this day. After one of these visits, Dorcas and her daughter were questioned as to where they had been and if they had seen Richard. The British suspected that after Richard's escape, he had come to see his beloved family. Dorcas answered that she had not seen her husband for some time. The British soldier then questioned the daughter. Not knowing better, the child answered that she'd seen him not long ago. And where, they questioned. She replied, on John's Island. The officer knew of no place near the house called that, only the John's Island from where Richard had escaped. After thinking for a moment, he assumed that it must have been a dream, and replied that, that must have been a long time ago, and let the mother and child continue their activities. Though it is said that the daughter wasn't taken again to see her father. Dorcas was frequently tortured by the officers, describing what they would do when they would capture Captain Richardson. Only once did she reply, I do not doubt that men who can outrage the feelings of a woman by such threats are capable of perpetrating any act of treachery and inhumanity towards a brave but unfortunate enemy. But conquer or capture my husband if you can do so, before you boast the cruelty. You triumph, you mean to mark your savage triumph. And let me tell you, meanwhile, that some of you, it is likely, will be in a condition to implore his mercy before he will have need to supplicate or don to accept yours. 
On another occasion, the soldiers displayed a sword dripping in blood and declared it was the blood of Captain Richardson. However, it was likely the blood of one of her cows. On another occasion, they boasted that he was caught and hung. Dorcas was often left for days with no word from her husband as to whether these torturous tales were true or not. One day, Richard stole a visit to the house after noticing that Tarleton and his men had left. After only a short hour, a patrolling party was seen at the gate. Richard was alerted and grieved to be once again pulled away from his beloved family. He made his way toward the back of the house. Heart pounding in her chest, Dorcas, determined to do, determined to do her best to protect her husband, pretended to be doing to be busy doing something important by the door to delay the soldiers and provide her husband more time to escape to the swamp. Shortly after the event mentioned above, Richard joined the forces of General Francis Marion. Once the British soldiers learned of this, their disposition toward Dorcas changed to speaking of their great respect and admiration of the captain, and how they wished to win him over to the loyalist side. They promised full pardon, wealth, and high promotion. Dorcas refused to be made into an aide to the enemy by trying to make her husband a traitor to his country. The British became frustrated with Richard's patriotic wife and moved to use his brother Edward, who was on parole. Edward was called to send a message to Richard from the British. Dorcas also sent a message by Edward to her beloved husband. Her letter stated that she did not give in to the offers made and that she and the children were well. After Edward made his way to Marion's camp, he delivered both messages to Richard. Richard was happy to receive news from his dear family. At the message from the British, asking him to join their side, he flatly refused. Edward, who considered himself absolved from parole by the treatment he had received at the hand of the British, joined the forces of Marion. On a couple of occasions, Richard risked his life to be with his family. One time he barely escaped and was shot at by a neighbor. Another time, Marion insisted that because of the danger, he would be accompanied by an escort. As they rode up to the house, a group of British soldiers came up. All except one of the small group of patriots made it to the swamp. A young man by the name of Roberts was taken prisoner. Dorcas had met this man a couple of times and did her best to plead for his life, but all was in vain. Roberts was hung only a few feet from the door of the Richardson home. The British tortured Dorcas by making her watch, saying that they would soon have her husband, and she would soon see him kicking like that fellow. After the war ended, the Richardson family returned to their farm. Dorcas lived to the age of 93, outliving her husband by a few years. The Richardson family had 10 children, but only 6 lived to adulthood. Dorcas Richardson stands out to me because of her love for her family, her willingness to sacrifice her wants and needs for her husband. She was a patriot. Without the courageous women like her at this time in history, things may have turned out differently. She was a blossom of courage. If you'd like to learn more about the exciting life of Dorcas Richardson, I'll provide links in the description. Thank you for listening to the Blossoms of Courage podcast, a podcast designed to inspire the women of today with the women of yesterday. I'm your host, Maddie May.